0: Certainly the scripture uses a battle analogy many times to let us know that we're in a fight day by day as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, living in a sinful world, a crooked world, a perverse world. we you're listening to Take Note. This is KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, and it's 11 minutes after one o'clock On this program weekdays, we focus on a topic from the Word of God. Today we want to focus on a topic I've never addressed on the program, actually, as far as my records indicate, and that is the term and the word that's used in the Scripture of worship. And uh, I I think the reason I haven't gone to that is because it's a, a difficult topic to dive into sometimes, but I want to just go through it in the way of Uh, reading to you passages that talk about worship, and then the context surrounding those passages. Uh, The first one I I came across uh, is fitting for this time of year because it comes really from the Christmas story. But in this case, in Matthew 2 instead of Luke 2, uh, Luke 2 is probably the more well-known narrative of Christ's birth, but this is a a different portion of of that same narrative. It's in Matthew 2. Let's start in verse 1. It says, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. So let's think about what we have happening here. We have people who have obviously heard about the prophecy of the Messiah, the King of the Jews, as they call him here. They have believed that this is indeed a true prophecy. They have seen the star that indicates where he will lay. They followed that star and They have come, and what they said they were going to do is to worship him. Now, that word for worship in this passage is a token of reverence, a token of reverence. Or in many ways, it describes the position of our body to bow down or to lie down or to position yourself uh, in a way that's below the person you are worshiping. That's a very key piece of terminology because our body position uh, in relationship uh, to another person has meaning to us, doesn't it? You'll see if the uh, Queen of England uh, offers a knighthood to someone, they will kneel in front of her and she will take the sword and put it on each shoulder and there's a certain symbolism That happens there. And that's what we're seeing when we see this word worship, when these men come from the east, and they come and they find the king of the Jews. They find this one that was prophesied of old, and uh, the one that they understood to be the Messiah, and indeed was the Messiah, and he indeed deserved their worship. And so their display of reverence, was a proper display of reverence, and their body position was correct to indicate both who the Savior was and who they were in relationship to him. So many times when we see the word worship, we see a a body position and an attitude of the heart one of great reverence. Now, why do you have that reverence? Why does that exist in this narrative, and why should it exist in our lives? Well, because we understand who he is. These wise men understood who the Messiah was, who the King of kings and the Lord of lords was, and so therefore worship was offered, this reverence was offered, because they had a clear understanding that it needed to be offered because of who he was. And that's the same position we hold in our lives. The word, the fear of God, or the phrase, the fear of God, is one that's used over and over in Scripture, and that is a phrase that means reverence. And why do you have reverence? Why do you have fear? because you understand clearly who God is and that means there are consequences for displeasing him and sinning against him and not um, living up to his standard and that also means there's great blessing in knowing him great joy in embracing his son the savior the Lord Jesus Christ and great news that Christ is the savior And so there's an understanding of who he is, and therefore there is a worship. Without that understanding, there is very little worship. So we're going to talk about this phrase, worship, on today's Take Note broadcast. Thank you very much for being with us. It's 17 minutes after 1 o'clock.